Wake up. Wake up, Delaney. Wake up. We got to record the podcast. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling. That's that's that that was all that was playing in the in the uh, Ferrari garage the whole weekend. The whole weekend. Ring 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 ring. Banana phone. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to this episode of Not on This Occasion. I almost just called it the Italian Grand Prix. Like that's what the show is this called. This is the Italian Grand Prix. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of the Italian Grand Prix. We make one every year. <laughs> well, glad to see you back. Uh, so this is the episode for the Italian Grand Prix. Uh, not going to lie, like like I've said in the previous episodes, like kind of same old, same old. These races are a little samey this year. Yeah. So there, there, is, there is some piping hot controversy to talk about yeah. this week, though. So... We'll try to keep it interesting for y'all. We'll try. We'll try. We'll try. We've been recording for an hour already, and yeah. now we're just starting the podcast. If you're if if you are joining this podcast and you're like, oh yeah, I get like a recap of the Italian Grand Prix. This is not. This is no longer what our podcast is anymore. We're just here to talk about like moment by moment news that's going on in F one. Honestly, so catch up. Because to Mustard. be to be honest with <laughs> to be honest with y'all, I didn't even like freaking hardly watch the italian grand prix same i didn't get out of bed lap two max verstappen is already in third yeah i'm like we're done i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> I'm, a, I'm gonna go to bed the classic noel nap time during grand prix and i was working so i watched the first 10 laps and then i was like once i saw max verstappen getting first i was like we're done we're done here goodbye um so there There's is no crash in lap one i was like all right I really thought there was going to be one. I don't know if there the cars. Was. I don't know if the cars are like thinner this year, but like <laughs> they just suck it in a little bit. They're yeah, just like <gasps> <laughs> they're like, oh, it's gonna be tight. Gotta squeeze by you here. <laughs> like, get the picture. Ooh. <laughs> Literally. Um, I wanted to start this episode out with something that has nothing to do with F one, but does have to do stuff with racing. Okay. So it's not like the one hour rambling we just had. <laughs> Yep. And the only reason I'm telling you this is because I'm I've been on my dad for the past two weeks about this. Hi, Dad. Um. So, so as soon as I start telling this story, my dad's gonna know exactly what I'm talking about, and he's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" And are you shake his head. He's shaking his head right now. I can see it. I can um, feel it. The, the disappointed dad head shake. So, so back. I don't. I don't know if I've. I don't know if any of us have ever actually told a story on this podcast before. Like, I think that's things people do sometimes. So story time, guys. <laughs> all right, all right. So back when I lived in Maine in 2010. But this wow. probably happened in 2011. Um, the 2010s, man. Crazy time. What a time. I was uh, watching NASCAR. I don't know who the fuck. Anyway. One Direction was still together. Did oh. they even exist in 2010 like this? Fact so You're going to make me fact check my One Direction? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. They broke up in 2016. Okay, so they were together. Were they, did they start? I think they started in like 20. If I'm wrong, you can't put any of this in here. Hold on. Uh, 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 they started in 2010. Okay. I fucking knew it. I was like, I knew that they started somewhere in the early 2010s. These are 2009 or 2010. Okay, go ahead. But, um, I was right. When I, when I lived in Maine, there was a racetrack right next to my house. 
Like literally, literally like half a mile away. I was about to say, like how next to your house? Like, you know, you, can, you like, could hear that shit when you were just trying to live. Like you could hear. Just trying <laughs> to live. Um, so there was a, there was a series. I think I, I think I told you about this a, a long time ago. Not the story I'm going to tell. Oh, but, but, but the there's series. a series that they let kids yes. race in. Uh-huh. Um, I, don't, I forget what the age, the age range, I think it was up to 15. So it was like karting. It was karting, but like real cars. Like my car, it was a Chevy Cavalier, which is like a real car. Just mod it, just like. I was like, did they mod it so that way it's not like. It had a roll cage, like the doors were sealed. Like the person who built it, it it was a race car. It looks like a race car. It doesn't look like like a Chevy Cavalier that's fucking. 11 driving it. (laughs) But, but it obviously, um, they let kids race. So they had a restrictor plate which just reduces the air that the uh-huh. engine can take. It's like goes in the carburetor. And so the car could only go like 55 miles an hour. That's pr- that's pushing it that's though. Still, that's, that's still, still pretty, pretty fast. fast. I don't yeah. think, I think they used to be unrestricted, but like some kid may have almost died or something, but that's, ah, that's that a- one kid. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but <laughs> Ruined any- everything. But anyway, I bet you nowadays it's like 25 miles an hour. I, 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 I think the track you. is actually gone. Like they're going to build houses there. So the series does not even exist anymore. <sighs> what kind of world are we living but, in? Um, we can no longer have like nice things like race car tracks. The anymore. thing I'm getting on my dad about is because for the last race, we cheated. <laughs> my dad put, Ooh, my dad put, I think, cheated. I think a, like the top of a spray paint can. He like cut a hole in it to give it space to let the engine take in more air. Oh my God. So you could, I don't know how fast we could go, but you could go faster. Oh my God. He waited till the last race of the season to cheat. <laughs> Everybody out there is cheating. This is how race cars work. There's the people that build these things, the people that run their oh teams, God. they're doing more than just cheat on their wife. Okay, that's all I'm oh! saying. Like, uh, Big diss. But like, why <laughs> then like why'd you wait till the final race of the season? Well, did to you cheat? win? No. Oh. No, because everyone's cheating. Well we didn't finish last. Okay. The car every because we, we played by the rules. So the car was slower than everybody else for for the most season. of the race of the season. Ninety percent of Not the like, season. Sometimes it was like way slower. Other times it was like there but still last. Yeah. And then in a practice session, Philip was driving. And I guess he, I don't remember this, but he like blitzed everybody. He's going way <laughs> faster than everyone, but they have like a, they have a like fucking gun. They shoot you if, you, if you're going too fast. Fucking squid they game a, shit. They have, a, they have a gun. <laughs> they had a speed gun. So if you're going too fast. <laughs> I can't. I can't like, I know what you're talking about because I see you holding your hand up like a speed gun. But like, I can just imagine the audience like they have a gun. <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. Anyways, yeah, they have a, they have a speed like gun reader. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're going too fast, they'll like flag you down. They'll be like you're going too fast. And there was, there was, like, inspection before the race. Like, not a good one. Like, and I know NASCAR if inspection. They took, if they took the weight if they took the weight of the car, like, they, they didn't do that. Like, if it... Yeah. But, um... There's no lasers, like... Yeah, no. There's no fucking, like, intricate, like, laser systems. Like, the computer can see if you're a tenth of a centimeter off. Like Literally. Isn't that how NASCAR does it? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But the only way you can cheat in this series is by doing something with the plate to go faster. Like, there's... Yeah. At this point, there's no... 
there's an, an extra downforce is not going to help you at all. Like, it, <laughs> I got one tenth of a second down. Okay, you still lost. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah but like we would have, we could have crushed it if we started cheating earlier. Like, if there was, if I did, we didn't leave Maine, that next season would have been crazy. Yeah, but but so, I so let this let this be known. Cheaters cheat win. In life. Cheaters, cheaters always, always win. win. Uh, and I was, but like, like, what was I going to, I was going to say like, they didn't, they can't check the speed during the race. Oh, okay. You could probably see it why? if you're going way faster. If you're going way, way, way faster. Okay, they so why would they do it, it during practicing? Like all that stuff, but not do it during the race. I just don't think they could, like I just given, they just given care. everything that was going on, like during the race. Oh, okay. Cause every series is there. Like every, I, I don't know. That's weird. Maybe they could. I, I just don't think they did. Plus, because you probably have to stop it. I don't know. It'd yeah, probably yeah. just be a... Um, but, I mean, like, you could just... You could tell. Go 50 miles an hour on the one side they're on. Because they're only... They're checking it from one point on the track. Oh. So, everywhere else on the Slow track, down. like, you... You got a break. You go, like... Slow down a little bit. And I was like... But I've been on him for a while, and I'll be like, why did you wait to cheat? Like, you should have <laughs> cheated it before. Like... Yeah. Because if... Cause it, you could have been the next Max Verstappen. That was the first iteration of the spray paint cap cheat it could have gotten more and more advanced until oh, yeah. we could go 80 miles an hour and just yeah. had to to not yeah but there was no like but since they were all restricted it was super hard to pass like uh-huh. you they there was no qualifying you drew positions out of a hat so if uh-huh. you started in the back the only way to pass people is by cheating so like that's just the way that's but everyone way. else was doing it because that's racing they always say in F1, they're always like, pick up rubber. That's because they're cheating. That's because they're all underweight. You just think because they're all billionaires that they don't cheat? No, they do. No. Bill- billion dollars. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. I love that. Now I know that your family's just full of cheaters. No, they're not. Because <laughs> we would have done it. Goody fucking two-shoes. <laughs> Literally. All right. So now we can talk about F1. Anyways. It's... um. The Italian Grand Prix for round three of the Italian Grand Prix. Not really. It's the third Italian. This is the third time we're in Italy, people. It's only the second time. Second time we're in Italy, people. Imola, this is our first Italy episode. We never, we didn't do one for Imola, so. Oh, hold Ooh. on. You know I got to do it to you. Hold on. When the moon hits your eye like a bigger pizza pie, that's a bore. When the world seems to shine like you had too much wine, that's a bore. Hey, it's better than the Minions song I played someone, earlier. Uh, someone I went to high school with used to say that all the time, but I, for the life of me, do not remember who. Like, I just that's cannot give you a name. Like, really? Why would they say that? That, that? that just means that's love. Yeah. There you go. So, welcome to Italy, everybody. Uh, the, the gazpacho. All right. <laughs> you thought the French Grand Prix was bad? Just wait. So, the first thing... And this is not, uh, for, unfortunately, for the silly season this week. It was not super interesting. Boo. But there is something that I did want to talk about just because it relates to Daniel Ricardo, and we have been talking about him for a while. Danny Rick. So, first of all, Alpine are testing multiple different drivers, possibly to give them a race seat. One of them is Colton Herta. Mm. Personally, 
uh, the the theory I say is that they're only testing him to give him enough super license points so they can get Pierre Gasly. They're like, sir, how come Colton Herta gets like five more laps? Shh, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. He does have five more laps. What do you mean? What do you mean? Those are just warm ups. He's just warming the tires. But um, so that's a thing that's happening. But that hasn't really amounted to anything. Um, there's still no clear first candidate to who's gonna go in that Alpine seat. Only time will tell. I honestly feel like, and I feel like for Alpine, we may not know until after the season's over. We might not, honestly. That one um, I feel like is a big question mark. That I think even Alpine is like. Mm. It's the most interesting one because the rest of them are Williams and Haas, which. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Who They're cares? running 15th anyway. Like, yeah. uh, but um, the Daniel Ricardo thing is interesting because he's not going to go to Williams. He's not going to go to Haas. He wants to be an F1, but I don't think he wants to be in enough to run for, excuse my Italian, but a piece of shit car. Like, excuse that. Like, uh, excuse <laughs> Excuse me. He doesn't want to do that. No. So, all right, Peter, turn turn that shit up. Get ready for this hot take. Let me know what you think about this. Daniel Ricardo, do you think he could go to Mercedes as a reserve driver in the possibility that Lewis Hamilton retires next year and they could give him a race seat? Because Mercedes isn't going to hire him right now, but if he's in the team, maybe if they need a replacement, because they're not going to have another young driver in that seat, they've got George Russell already. And Daniel Ricciardo could probably, I know he doesn't want to, but he could probably be a pretty damn good second driver for George Russell. That is the hottest take I've heard you make in a while. That's a hot, that's an actual hot take. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. The only reason I'm spitting this out is because I want to be right about event, about, right about something eventually. <laughs> Delaney gets to be right about Daniel Ricciardo <laughs> leaving. I have not, I don't think I've been right about a single thing so far. Then be like, Nick DeVries to Williams, that actually could happen, but, but not yeah. in the context that I thought it was going to happen. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But yeah. It's funny because, like, I, like, I just, like, said it on a whim, <laughs> like, in fucking February. I was just like, yeah, Daniel Ricardo, he's done. He's done. You know what? He's done. And then you were like, no, 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 he's got a chance. I'm not even saying things on a whim. Like, I see the rumors. I don't know if like, that... Like, you actually pay more attention. That's what I mean. Like, like I, I, I don't actually pay that much attention to, like, F2 or, like, what's going on, like, in IndyCar and, like, all that. It's like, switcheroo. Like, you're that guy for that. But I'm over here, like, yeah, I don't like that guy. He's out. But honestly, I maybe because, like, I guess Daniel Ricciardo and, like, uh, George Russell are buddies now. Like, I think they're, like, they're not buddies, but, like, that. I think everybody, I think George Russell's everybody's friend. Like, probably, like, honestly, probably. George Russell's just that guy I'd to be, be friends your with friend. George Russell. Honestly, I'm a George Russell kind of gal. I, I, I like him. <laughs> I like him. He's, he's, a, he's, he's getting on my good list now. He's, he's, a, he's, he's in my top five. I don't I even say. think he was on, I don't even remember when we did that top five. Because he was drivers. fucking racing for yeah. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like now, George Russell too. I think Daniel Ricciardo doesn't seem like a driver. As it stands, given any other circumstances, he would absolutely not want to be a reserve driver. Yeah, no. But if he's thinking the long game, like it, wh- like because what like, other is he thinking the long game? Well, that's the thing. Is wh- what's what does he have to lose? Like he's he got really no the- seat. He'll he'll be in Williams and then no one will ever hire him again because he's in Williams. Right. Well, he could be being like, this might not work, but like, if I, I want to be an F one, if I want to get back into a winning car, yeah. That's I think the only, I think it's a risk, but it is definitely a risk. I think if this would have happened two years ago when he left Runnel, I think I would have been like, yeah. But I think he's so far from how he was in Red Bull. That it would be a, 
big risk for Mercedes to do this. Like it would be like a big like we're taking a chance a, on you. It would be a big risk to make him a driver. I don't to think. A driver, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's a it's a fucking huge not risk at all to make him a develop or a reserve, reserve driver or anything yeah. like that because he's super experienced. He's not I like mean, a, fucking Nico Hulkenberg did it. He's <laughs> not like a he's not a fucking rookie fucking. F two yeah, never okay, was okay. Like a, yeah, yeah. I see. I see where you're going now. The okay. risk, the okay. risk is not in the reserve driver, but it's the risk is is he going to do it because yeah. there's no guarantee that he'll true get like a seat yeah, from it. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, he gets to stay in the sport. Yeah, he gets to do something. It'd be because I, I he's I mean, it's either Alpine or nothing. I don't think he's going to yeah. drive for Williams. I don't think he's going to drive for Haas. So well, I don't know if he's even going to drive for Alpine because it's kind of like. Going back to an ex-girlfriend. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to drive. I don't really spicy. think he's going to drive for Alpine either. But that's the only. That's the only one that I think is on like a good a caliber that he's looking for. Yeah, I agree. But I don't think he would go back either because no. he was there, had like a twenty-some million dollar contract, mm-hmm. and then he just left. But that's the thing about Daniel Ricardo is that. He is being paid by McLaren next year to not race. So money is no object. He can do whatever. He can be a reserve driver because he's getting paid like a driver who's won nine races. Yeah. So he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. He can... He can start playing baseball. Like he can go major league in baseball and be oh, like, "Oh, is he gonna fucking pull up Michael Jordan now? Like a fucking hell." Like, so that's so that's Daniel Ricardo. I think um I think we'll I think we'll know Daniel Ricardo's trajectory before the end of the season's over. I think at the latest, I think we'll know in Brazil. I think, yeah. I think that's I my that's it. my prediction. It, is yeah. that the latest we'll know by Brazil, but I, I say like in the next month or two, we'll know. Oh, oh, I also figured out what happened, how Oscar Piastri got to McLaren, how they fucked that up. Oh, tell me. Okay, tell. so here's... Bill So here's the fucking thing. All right, November 2021. They give Oscar Piastri something called a terms sheet. Mm. which is not a legally Who? binding document. Alpine? Alpine gives okay. them, gives Oscar Piastri's management. Got it. Oscar Piastri's manager is Mark Webber, who is a former Red Bull driver. He has won F1 races before. Um, I feel like I've heard that name. Mark probably. Webber. He's a commentator yeah. on, he's a commentator on one of the things. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this happens in November, and all it is is like the, here's here's your plan. So in a previous episode, I mentioned like, oh, yeah, Alpine's supposed to get him a ride in 2023, and right. then he'll be at Alpine. That is what the term sheet said. He signed that. But it wasn't contractually but it's not obligated. A, it's not a legally binding document. Interesting. And so March comes around, and they're supposed to give him a, a real a reserve driver contract because that's what he is for 2022 is okay. a reserve driver. Right. And then the Alpine – Alpine was supposed to do that in the beginning of the year, and then they didn't. And then they again, were again. You literally have a full <laughs> staff of people to keep on top of this. How do you just forget to have somebody sign a contract that is driving a a billion dollar car? Sorry. So then Alpine's like, "Well, we got to do our car launch, so we'll send you that in a little bit or whatever." <laughs> a and bit. then Bahrain comes around, and they're like, "Uh, it's the weekend." Blah blah blah. Like. We'll get to that. Partying on the weekends. But, like, supposedly, in order for Oscar Piastri to get a super license, he needs to have, like, a signed contract or something. With the team? With, yeah, with with something. I don't don't know exactly how that works, but he needs a signed, legally binding thing to get a super license. Okay. And so, and I don't know exactly how this happened, but I think what happened is Alpine took that term sheet and, like, put on it 
that it was a legally binding document and sent it to the FIA. Be like, here's this thing. So they think it's a legally binding document, but the original copy with Oscar Piastri He's like, is not no. a legally binding document. I'm sure Mark Webber so was they, like, what the fuck? And no. so coincidentally enough, I know we talked about this on a weekend in Monaco where Lando Norris got tonsillitis or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They needed a driver and they were, Oscar Piastri was in the pool of drivers to replace Lando Norris if he needed it. And so that, I think, is when he started talking to McLaren. Mm. And he had no contract with Alpine. Yeah, so, he or didn't he, think he did. He might have had a reserve driver contract by that point, but like... But like, just for the season. And so, yeah, when you see, when you hear the team principal of Alpine talk about, we had a thing we signed in November, that's what he's talking about, but it's not a legally binding document. Uh. And as Philip said... Alpine is run by a primate species or whatever, because how do you fuck that up? Literally. (laughs) How? How? And now look at you with your thumb up your fucking ass, Alpine. You look stupid. You got one driver. You got one driver. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? Huh? Huh? Reserve drivers every single race? Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo. Or make Schumacher. Or Pierre Gasly. If they get the super license points. And that jumps into my next point. Good segue. <laughs> Good segue, Noel. <laughs> um, so the super license thing. Oh, I don't think I want to go into this if I'm gonna if we're gonna talk about the grid penalties. <laughs> this whole weekend was just a headache. It was just a big headache. So I think that's why me and Noel avoided the race <laughs> because there was just so much shit that we were just like, what the fuck? Okay, okay. For those of you watching, turn <laughs> up the radio, Peter. I don't know if you know this one. <laughs> Dad, turn up super your phone. Super license points. All right. In F1. In order to get a super license, in order to drive an F1, you must have a super license. Are you taking notes? You need 40 in order to get one. How do you get one? Well, specific se- running and specific series give you super license point. Okay. So, for instance, F2, first, second, and third. If you finish first, second, or third in the F2 championship, you get 40 super license points. That's like an automatic way to get F1 is if you do that. IndyCar. Is that Nikita Masbin did that? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, IndyCar. This is where the controversy comes in. IndyCar, you get 40 super license points, but only if you win the IndyCar championship. Ooh. And personally, I think that that is total fucking bullshit. Yeah, because did you weren't you the one that were like, it's the IndyCar championship is basically like Lewis Hamilton, like, circa, like, his, like, dominance. Like, that's just how it is. Oh, yeah. If Roman Grosjean, I'll use him as an instance. If Roman Grosjean, who was a, at best, average F1 driver. Poor Roman. Went to IndyCar and just fucked shit up and won by a million points, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, IndyCar sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Or or the drivers of IndyCar suck. But But Roman Grosjean finished 13th. In the IndyCar Championship. Out of? Experience. The, oh, there's a lot. There's full, full time. I think there's 25. Oh, okay, okay. There's but thir- still, that's the, the bottom it's, 10. Yeah, 30, 13th, which it's his first season, but he's also in F1. We talk yeah. about F1. It's the biggest motorsport in the world. Yeah. Like, it's the top tier. Yeah. And he still went there, and he did not destroy everybody. I think that just proves how talented the field is in IndyCar. Right. And Callum Eilat who is finished second in an F2 championship, which would give him enough super license points to be in F1. Rookie season in IndyCar finished 20th in points. Yeah. So he's, so 
he has enough super license points because of F2 and went and finished 20th in IndyCar. Colton Herta doesn't have enough super license points. Is a seven-time winner in IndyCar. Yeah. But but can't race in F1. But all these other motherfuckers can. That's it's so weird. Like just the concept of it because like when I I didn't even know it was a thing until this year because like you brought it up to me and it's it's and it's so weird to me because like initially when you're like yeah I need a super license like I was like oh okay so if you race in a Formula one, if you race in a Formula series one two three whatever you get these points. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But then you're like, yeah, but you can also get them from IndyCar. I'm like, what? You can get them from a ton of different series. It was just There's crazy just to me. no other series that, like you can, if you win the NASCAR championship, you get super license points. It's like 15. It's like fucking fuck all. <laughs> yeah. But like, you get them. You, like, you can still get them. But right. like, it, it's, just, just, it, it's just <laughs> fucked to me because I don't even know what his name is, but the Indy Lights championship champion uh-huh. can race in F1 because he won... Formula, fuck you, and Indi- and USF 2000, yeah. and Indy Lights. Three series no one's ever heard of and no one ever watches, and they have like eight cars each probably. Yeah. But he's got the points. I just wish the FIA would look up and be like, look, Colton Herta. Look at the whole field Colton right now for Her- a second. Colton Herta is in his Max Verstappen like prior to 2021. He's in his like, like young. We, like everyone knew go. Max Verstappen was going to be. A hot hot shit yeah but he only won two races a, se- a season because the old guard like the old like the yeah the super drivers were still winning right and that's just what's happening in indycar right now i mean they had five drivers competing for the championship yeah one of them was marcus erickson who's a former f1 driver but it took him four seasons to just get up to there. compete like that yeah so i think i personally i think the top five at least should get 40 super license points finishing in the top five in IndyCar points because Will Power, Joseph Newgarden could probably tear shit up in F1, but they're not young. So they're, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just an interesting concept because I think it also, I think they kind of came up with it because it just prevents the Nikita Mazepins of the world and their dads to just buy their way into F1. They, they came they, up with it. Yeah, because like that, because they're like, oh, you can't just like buy a team and then like put your child in it or be in it, like yeah. kind of thing. So I think that's why they did that. So that way, okay, you have to have a little bit of racing experience, like regardless if it's like your like, the guy like the, yeah. the fuck all series. <laughs> At least he has like some racing yeah. experience before getting into an F one car. Yeah. Um, the super license has been around for a really long time. I don't know how long, but this like weird point system came about because in twenty fifteen. Red Bull signed some kid mm. named Max Verstappen who didn't have a driver's license. <laughs> oh my who god. Who was about to win seven in a row. Oh my god. So we pre- we created this system to prevent Max Verstappen, who's the greatest driver of this generation. Yep. So we're only you're only shooting yourself in the head. And that 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 transitions me into Nick DeFries, who is our next topic and also is a Formula E champion. And I think that's a super cool thing, yeah. having F1 being built up of drivers who have proved their worth in other series. That is cool. I don't cool. particularly like Formula E, but he still won it. There's yeah. great drivers in Formula E. Formula One rejects, but still. <laughs> I was going to be like, uh, yeah, great, uh, great drivers. A midfield Formula One. A midfield F1 driver is still 
And if you compare way it, better than like if you ninety nine percent of the fucking like motorsport. <laughs> if you compare them to the people I had to drive with on the highway today, it's <laughs> pretty damn good. Like uh, facts. No one you ever driven to Michigan, bro? Fuck. <laughs> no one on the highway today earned any super license points. I can damn guarantee you that. Oh, you did though. And you're black caddy. You were ready to go. <laughs> Maybe I got one. <laughs> you got one for passing that grandma on the right side. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nick to freeze. He um made his. Also F1 Dutch debut that this we weekend. Out. He is also Dutch, which I did not know, which um is cool. Um, so so Nick, tell us about how Nick DeFries got in the seat because Nick, I got to drink water. Nick DeFries got in the seat because at, we found out between FP one and FP two that Alex Albon came down with what they described as a mild case of appendicitis, which I was like. That is not a mild thing. That is not like a, uh oh, came down with a little bit of a flu or even COVID. Like if they if they were like, oh, he got COVID. I'd be like, oh, okay, chill. Appendicitis, where your appendix is like infected and it's like, it's rejecting itself from your body. So like you need to get that shit out like ASAP. So, you know, they sent him to the hospital, go into surgery. So they basically pulled Nick DeFries and they're like, okay, you're going to drive for Williams. Um, they gave him like 20 laps of practice and that's it. That's it. They gave him 20 laps and they're like, go to qualifying. Um, but to back to Alex Albon, they like, Alex Albon got into surgery. We then find out that Alex Albon after surgery had an anesthesia complication where he went into respiratory failure, which is very scary, <laughs> like very scary. They had to re-intubate him. Um, but they said that after a few hours that he was doing a lot better and they actually took him off of the life, like, like life support breathing devices um and he's now fine and i think either today or tomorrow like should be going home like like so, I think, yeah, yeah, like he's like already back home but like they're like like his team was like yep like i sit on singapore and i'm like fuck dude like <laughs> that's a lot that happened like you find out you have appendicitis you go to surgery and then you can go to respiratory failure and then now you're just like going home singapore grand prix which is i the most physically demanding race i think yeah. it's hot as shit and it's, it has to be a night race because they die or something Literally. like so that's what happened. And then Nick DeFries got put in, you know, he goes into qualifying, you know, everybody's, you know, you don't expect much from your reserve drivers. You don't expect them to, you know, you, you get like a Nico Hulkenberg situation in the beginning of the season when, uh, when Sebastian Vettel got COVID for two weeks in a row, which was a little suspicious, but, um, we already talked about that. Yeah, it's okay. We already talked about that. We got that. our tinfoil's hat on that one. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Just listen back to some other episodes, but, um, Please don't. When, <laughs> when, when he did that, um, you know, you're kind of like, okay, you don't expect a whole lot. Mr. Nick, DeFri Mr. Nick, Mr. DeFreeze went to qualifying and said, fuck you, went to Q2 out beating his, his, his teammate, his fellow, his Nick. fellow, his fellow, his fellow Nick, <laughs> his Nicholas Latifi, goat Tifi himself, who couldn't even make it out of Q3, out of Q1, sorry, <laughs> out of Q1. So yeah, I think it's, it's, I hate to say it, I don't hate to say it. it Nicholson TV is done. After this fucking weekend, like, I think they had a they had a really hard sit down and they what? were like, you're done. Nicholson TV sucks. <laughs> I, no, I, I think this is like the the final nail in the coffin for you to have your teammates replacement <laughs> outdrive you in the same fucking machinery that much. Ugh. Yeah. Honestly, this was a prime weekend for Nick DeFries to do this. Oh, because first of all, he got to ride drive FP. He was free practice driver for Aston Martin. 
Yeah. So he got a, he got free practice one in a different car, right. which is kind of crazy. He's also driven the Mercedes this year for like the same circumstances. So he's already driven three cars. Homie's just like hanging he's out. He's technically the most experienced driver, I think, this year, honestly. <laughs> um, the but, most reliable driver. But um, Williams, Monza, straight line speed, very, very quick car is that Williams. And so... Got in Alex Albon's, which we know. I mean, we know, like between we, we between know. us, Alex Albon's car is probably a little bit better than we Nicholas Latifi's. Like, they're Williams probably ain't trying to waste any money. Like, making yeah, we that car we better. know that we know that Williams knows that we know that they know that they uh, they definitely they definitely put some mods on Alex Albon's car, not <laughs> Nicholas Latifi's, because Nicholas Latifi keeps fucking bumping it in the wall. So <laughs> premium drive, and he did he did just a really fucking good job, and I think. Honestly, we we would expect a lot more from reserve drivers or rookie drivers if they went off to other series after F2 and proved themselves. Because I forgot to say this in my last rant. I really wanted to say it. <laughs> F2 drivers are not worth shit. They suck. Like, you come up. Damn. You come up. And, I mean, you know, it, it's because they're inexperienced. Right. But, like, I mean, it's his first season. Joe Guan Yu. <laughs> would I consider him a top tier we're not F1 gonna write home to, we're not gonna write home to mom for that yuki sonoda yeah someone named nikita mazapin made it into f1 who's that last year um i think nick DeVries has gone on and run in series like f formula e which i'm sure they're f1 rejects but they're way more experienced in terms of race car drivers than any of you f2 wannabes <laughs> Here's um, I'll, editing. Noel, remember to remember to put this. Editing, in Noel, make sure you do this. But uh, here's here's Nicholas Latifi's defeated interview. I think after the Italian oh, Grand no. Prix. Hopefully, your teammate uh, Nick de Vries finished uh, in the top ten. What do you think of that? I mean, I think that's where the car should have finished. Uh, again, we just lost uh, six, seven positions at the start. Uh, I mean, I, I I think if we were up front, the car had the position to stay up front. But our car has never been a car to race and attack with. It's Stay where you are uh, and use our straight line speed to defend. But that's all it was. Aww. So it's like, it's, <laughs> he's like a fucking Mercedes hater. He's like, it's just the car. Like It's <laughs> just the car, guys. It's not me. Which, I mean. I do not, that argument of like, oh, it's, it's a stay where you are car. No. No, you should never think that way about your car. I think that's why he's in last, because he's so, like, his mental... Yeah, I mean, the Williams is... I get what he's saying, the Williams, if it is going to score a point. Well, not even really, because Alex Albon strategied his way into... Well, he's yeah, full exactly. of shit. Anyway. He is um, full of shit. Just like, he's just... He's, he's just, just He's just sad. He's sad. He's after, sad, After man. the grid penalties, Nicholas Latifi started in the top 10. Yep. If it's a whole new no place excuse. car, he could have yep. at least finished 12th still, but he lost... He was 15th. He was literally, 15th at literally. The end of the first lap. I was just about to say that. I was like, did he did he start tenth or something? Nick like, DeFries was in the top ten the whole race. The whole the entire race, race. He was as high as eighth. He started eighth. And he was in the top ten the whole time. He would have finished tenth still if Daniel Ricardo didn't retire at the end. He finished ninth. I just I feel like I feel like Nicholas Satifi and Daniel Ricardo right now, like probably just feel really, really <laughs> embarrassed as F one drivers, just because it's like I would not want to be like they, I, I'm sure they have some sort of skill to like make it to that point, but like I feel like right now they're both like, "Fuck." Man. I'm sure Nicholas Latifi would drive great on the highway when I was coming here. I'm sure I'd be like, "I'm sure he That's would earn." F1 driver on the highway right now. Like, 
A1 right there. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah, now Williams finally has two drivers capable of scoring points. They have six points. Only four away from getting 10. Oh, so, could just happen. Saying, just saying. It could happen. Six You're races right. left. Uh, one point in four of those races, and boom, hold up. How, how yeah. hard could it be? That's true. Easier That's said true. than done, I guess, especially when you got Nicholas Tiffy. But, um, <laughs> okay, so now Nick DeVries starts P8. The reason he did that is because everybody had fucking grid penalties. Yeah, please walk us through. <sighs> we talked about it. We touched on it a, a little bit in the last episode. Just do All you right. want to get into it or no? I I, I can briefly okay i'll try brief. to explain it all right you're, on a, you know, you're on a timer ready get the notepad out pete because this is coming hard like hey, dad you gotta get ready this is what grid penalties are okay okay so you get grid penalties right if you change the engine components all right there's five or some engine components there's a there was a bunch of grid penalties um it was kind of confusing because um belgium and italy are like specific for Belgium and Italy are tracks you can pass on their power circuit, so like teams will strategically take grid penalties at this race because you can pass. Right. Um, and a, people just had a shit ton of them. Like there were half the field, I think, or eight, eight or some drivers had multiple place grid penalties. And if you get, you get basically a five place grid penalty for every component you change. Damn. So if you get. If you change a bunch, you'll change. You'll get ten places. If you change more, you'll get fifteen. If you get above fifteen, they just send you to the back of the grid. They just call it back of the grid huh. because in like 2017, McLaren were changing their engine components every week, and so they got like 60 place grid penalties. Oh my and there's God. only 20 cars, so they start 20th, and so they're like, "This is just ridiculous to give you a 40 place grid penalty." Yeah. So they just call it back to the back of the grid. And so you it had would a, really drive the point home, though. You, I had, think. you had a mix of drivers who I think Sainz, Hamilton, and Yuki Tsunoda all had back of the grid penalties. Yeah, because they either changed so many components, or you, in Yuki Tsunoda's case, he got too many reprimands in the season, <laughs> and so they're like, "Get your ass to the back of the grid." <laughs> Poor Yuki in his garage. They were just like, "We didn't even change anything." It's like, well, this little bitch over here. Decided to throw too many fits, and he's had too many um, slaps on the wrist, so we got to do something about it. <laughs> and so you just had a weird mix of drivers who had plus 10 and plus 5, and it made it very confusing for some people because, let me pull it up right now. If you want to see anything entertaining from this weekend, um, just go and watch like the um, like the the interviews after qualifying. Of the drivers being like, so starting P5, and then the drivers are like, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, it took them like three hours, I feel like, to publish the results of qualifying because it yeah. was so. But for instance, uh, and this is one reason people don't really like the penalty system because it kind of, it once you get to the back of the grid, you kind of don't even really take a penalty. Yeah. So because we had three drivers, Hamilton, Sainz, and Sonoda, who got back of the grid penalties, a driver like Kevin Magnuson. Kevin Magnuson had a 15-place grid penalty, qualified 19th, started 16th. So he had a grid penalty, Weird. but qualified, oh. but gets to start three positions above where he qualified oh. because you got all these other guys. And Sergio yeah. Perez qualified fourth, had a 10-place grid penalty, started 13th, which is only nine spots, I guess. So you like once you get to the back of the field. 
it starts it to be like wonky. not really a penalty. Yeah. Like you might as well take a grid penalty because if people behind you got plus 30 spots, like you're going to start in the same spot anyway. Wow. So Max Verstappen was really the only one that got a penalty because he qualified second and started seventh. Yeah. And then was in the lead by lap five, so who cares? Yeah, literally, it's a Max Verstappen, though. Like we said, he could literally start in the fucking pit lane and would probably still win. Yeah. Like, that shit. Like, So it is kind of confusing. It rarely happens like this, though. So I don't... A lot of people think it should change. Maybe. Because I think fans like to watch qualifying and see... Because Charles Leclerc was the only driver who started where they qualified on Sunday. Damn. So I think a lot of people are like, that's kind of stupid. Don't <laughs> do it like that. Am. Let's and, um, not do that. Well, I, I think like, it, I think it's just getting frustrated because they're piling it all onto one or two races. Like It'd be different if it was like spread out and it was like, oh, this driver this week got a grid penalty. So like it mixes it up a little bit because the person who's qualified fourth is now like... 14th it's like oh whoa that's a little wonky now like that's that's where i'd be like but basically we're just doing like reverse grid yeah not fully the the solution i have heard which i think is not too bad is that instead of a five place grid penalty it should be a five second time penalty or a time penalty of some sort that you serve in the pit stop because you still start where you qualify yeah and you don't get like Kevin Magnuson, who get a 15-place grid penalty but started plus three from where he qualified. So but my question is, is like, then would they have to reclassify that type of penalty as a time penalty? And then after that, like, reclassify all of those types of penalties as a time penalty and not a grid penalty? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know the whole, like, rules, like, how they're classified and stuff, but, like, I'd imagine, like, speeding the pit lane, like, that's, like, a point. That's a time penalty. That's yeah. a time penalty. But, like, these, like... um you know, car changes is a grid penalty. So then it's like, okay, if we're going to do that for these car changes, we have to do it for all they car changes. They would probably changes. change it. Yeah. Well, they would do it for all car changes. Yeah. They would probably just call it a component change penalty or something yeah. like that to just I don't know. I just feel like maybe this could be the organized brain of mine. And as we've learned from F1, nothing is organized <laughs> in F1, as we know. Um, I feel like they have like certain like specific categories of of stuff and penalties. I don't know. Maybe I'd look more into that. I'm not that deep into the fucking, I'm not going to be like in, in section five, <laughs> paragraph four in this rule book of DFIA, it says, no, I don't know. Could you imagine? I'm going to buy the rule, <laughs> the, the, rule the book. FIA rule it's probably book. like fucking this tall. Like yeah. I, I would never, all the fucking rules. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there might be, have to be some classification things and they probably won't get rid of grid penalties. Like Valtteri Bottas got a grid penalty for chucking Lando Norris out of the race last year in Hungary. So that yeah. they probably not get rid of that, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the memes. It's like, well, Valtteri's a good few places. <laughs> so honestly, um, there was an Italian Grand Prix. There was an Italian Grand Prix. Is there anything besides the safety car that is really worth talking about it though? Like, for, like here, here's your shit. Here's your shit. Ferrari fucked up. Ferrari uh, fucked tire up. strategy. What is new? What tire is strategy. New? Max Verstappen didn't start first. Won the race. What is like new? Italian fans. There were. There were. I didn't know this. There were red flares. Like there are red flares oh, and they were causing shit. trouble. And Italian fans are harassing Max Verstappen fans. Like it's wow. all. It's all like just. It's it's how the turns have tabled. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like I'm. Living in like we're in a what's twilight that movie zone called fucking 
the Truman Project, and it's just they're showing me the same shit again. I'm Literally. living in a fake world, and everyone in the the higher ups. This is kind of why are, I'm excited to go to Asia for a few weeks because I just like I you know I and then come to the U S. I think I think coming to the U S. We're gonna get like a good mix of fans. We're not gonna get too many. There is not going to be a sea of fucking Haas fans. The Haas <laughs> flares. Let's go. The Haas flares. What, are they going to be white? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like, I think that'll be nice about, like, Asia and North America. Like, we're going to get more, like, a mixture of fans. It's just going to be, like, F1 fans. It's really fun to see Monza and, and, the, and the Netherlands, like, have those home races. But they're just, like, fucking insane, <laughs> man. Like, it, it would have been, been really cool to see a Ferrari win this race. I will admit just literally for the sole reason, just because it was a home race. Do I think it's fair that they fucking booed Max Verstappen? No, I don't think it's fair at all. But also, as we talked about at the Dutch Grand Prix episode, like every driver that isn't the home driver gets booed. Like they, it happened. They booed Max in the British Grand Prix. Yeah, too. like it happens at every one. So we can't just like be like, oh man, poor Max. Like I'm sure he's fine. Like he's literally like, yeah. I'm standing at the top. Fuck all of you. Like you yeah, care and, less. And honestly, the British Grand Prix you know, people are throwing flares on the track. No one threw like tea on the track or anything like that. So there, there was no. They were civilized. There was no fucking. Oh, we can't even talk about green. Fl- we can't even talk flares. about the uh, British right now. They're mourning. Oh right. The Queen dies. This is the last time we posted. There was there's there's another timeline in our universe where I started this podcast by playing "God Save the Queen" and being like a moment of silence. We can like, end that it. Was my we can first, end it with that. That was my first like oh. That's a very fun idea. Should I talk about this? Do we need to talk about this on the podcast? Well, I have seen tweets that are like, yeah, yeah about like, that. um, so what is it? Lewis Hamilton is knighted. He got knighted so, in like 2019 or something so by the queen like, herself. They're like, if, if Lewis Hamilton is knighted, that means he might have to miss the race because he has to go to the queen's funeral. And but the like, funeral is this Monday now. So, I mean, it's like, we're recording this on Thursday after Monza. So it wouldn't have even mattered because it's uh, exactly, it, it falls right in a, in a break. So he's he, he got off easy, but so, that is true. I mean, what is, yeah, he's knighted. So technically all the knights would have to come to the queen's side. So yeah. He's, and they're like, oh, now we're going to blame Max Verstappen on the queen's death because they get Lewis Hamilton. Maybe if this happened last year, that could have been a legitimate strategy yeah. for the championship. But, um, I heard Loki super super side note. I heard Loki in 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 the good old GB right now. Our uh, our our mother motherland the motherland. <laughs> the motherland as one might say. Um, they're like so like her her funeral is this Monday, which is the the nineteenth. So her, the the funeral is on the nineteenth. They're considering a bank holiday, so everybody has work off. But they're also like nobody's allowed to get surgeries that day. Nobody is allowed to have doctor's appointments. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, like, canceling this, yeah. everything. And, like, I saw, like, a girl on TikTok, and she was, like, it's a little communist nation. Like, it's a little, like, you can't, like, do that. Like, yes, I literally respect the monarch. It's a long-rolling queen, blah, blah, blah. It's our, like, sovereignly. But we're also not being ruled by a monarch anymore. Like. Yeah, does the queen, did the queen no! do anything? Like, I always thought she's she was a figurehead. Kind of just, yeah. She's a figurehead. She doesn't, I mean, maybe, yeah, sure. Maybe she has, like, some, like. Very, very tiny political things. Episode's about to get blocked in every every country that like even (laughs) fucking Canadians aren't gonna be able to watch. I'm so sorry guys, but I'm I'm not I'm not a poli sci. I just I just I think that she you know, when I heard about it, I was like, Oh my god, this is a big deal. Because like obviously this like she's fucking what she was like ninety eight, like ninety six, whatever she was. Like she 
it was a big deal. It was the longest reign. Betty White monarch. was older, but that's not important. Mic drop. I keep seeing memes. It's so bad because I keep seeing memes of like, it's like, okay, go get that like old white lady that I was talking about. And it's like God talking to an angel. He's like, all right, I brought her back. I'd be like, what the fuck is Betty White doing here? I talked about the queen, bitch. <laughs> Betty White was supposed to be till later in the year. Come on. We got to give her her 100th birthday. Like, like I keep seeing things like they were flip flop. Like they were supposed to be the other way around. Anyways, also I am Scottish technically, so yikes yeah that's that's why so all of you all of you brit friends out there um i am i am scottish partly the white side of me is scottish the other tweets <laughs> i saw were we're like lagging we're like buffering the right queen now queen lived through hitler but <laughs> max verstappen dominance is where she drew the line and I can't. The queen never lived to see Max Verstappen win a legitimate championship. That's my Mercedes fan, but that's a big tragedy. She didn't want to see it. She was like, "You know what? I can see this going downhill. I'm just gonna head out now." Anyways, there's a little queen talk. So nothing happened in the race, honestly. I think we can skip to the safety car. That's the Um, only thing that happened. What was the? Oh, the one thing that did happen is Ricardo retired. That caused the safety car. That caused the safety. (laughs) You are so right. (laughs) We were getting to that. Damn fucking right it did. (laughs) You are so right. Thank you. You are valid. (laughs) Thank you. So the safety car. <laughs> I was going to talk about the Monza curse. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So Ricardo retired, which has now solidified that not only is there a Monaco curse for literally just for Charles, Charles Leclerc. Oh, yeah. Right. I was like, there's a Monaco curse? <laughs> the Monaco? Hold up. Wait Literally on. just for Let's Charles Let's talk Leclerc. about this for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take it back to our Monaco, Monaco episode. Monaco. Welcome to the Monaco episode, guys. <laughs> So there's a Monza curse now where the previous year, year's winner retires the following year of the race. So in 2019, Charles Leclerc won the Italian Grand Prix. In 2020, he retired. In 2020, Pierre Gasly won the Italian Grand Prix. And then in 2021, he retired. DNF'd, okay? In 2021... As we know, big Monza moment for McLaren. Daniel Ricciardo won. Okay, got that first place. This year, 2022, fucking retired due to an oil something issue. Something, rather. But three years in a row, you know what they say? Rule of threes. It has solidified. So Max Verstappen will retire next year. That is my bold-ass prediction. He will retire for the Italian Grand Prix in 2023. That's what's going to happen. He Point Blake, to. case closed. He has to. We're going to come back on this a year from now, and we're going to put this clip in to our next year's episode and be like, the lady was right again. <laughs> two for two. Again, and fucking Daniel Ricardo is going to be driving somewhere and not a reserve driver for Mercedes. He's going to be, be like, fucking a BMX be rider. Like, Noel was wrong again. <laughs> Noel, like, Noel's wrong again. <laughs> Nick DeVries will drive for Alpine, and some other motherfucker will drive for those other ones and be like, yep. Noel was wrong. He, Noel he, was wrong. He pays attention. He watches his videos. He reads his things, and he just fucking wrong. Here. Safety car. Safety car. So, Daniel Ricciardo retired, and he pulled off to this one, like, straightaway spot. We had, like, what, like, fucking seven laps left or something when he retired. It was, like, barely anything. They took a while to put the safety car out. Put the safety car out. Daniel Ricciardo said, bah, and just, like, walked away. He, like, didn't even, like, stay with the car. Yeah. Um, so, it was, it was uh, the gears were locked, so the, uh, the marshals couldn't push it, so they had to get a crane out. Yeah. And so, the safety car 
it picked up George Russell because I guess the drivers weren't weren't watching the race either. And so they picked up George Russell instead of Max Verstappen. So they had to let everybody by and then they had to just do all this shit. And the race ended behind the safety car, which is very, very sad. I can't think of the last time that this happened, but you know, they followed all the rules. Yeah. It, 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 it unfortunately does happen, but it doesn't happen a lot. And so a lot of people are now calling for like, you can't, you got to throw a red flag. You like, which they could have, but honestly, I'm, I'm one for consistency. If it was lap 30, that went to been a red flag. If it's lap 49, you know, damn right. We follow the rules here. As we learned from our story from Knowles earlier, discussion we follow the rules well, here I, well we that's do a not different cheat. in that i'm a Michael competitor Massey. i'm not the i saw a thing uh, you know this is a safety car shenanigans like yeah. like we saw in abu dhabi and i saw a tweet that was like you kill the man michael massey but you can't kill the idea safety Facts. car safety car shenanigans like you Facts. which you can't and honestly i think if michael massey got in there i think he would have been like i think we would i think we would have seen the end of that race under green which I think they could have done. Yeah. If they just so I mean Well, I kept I kept seeing things that were like, well, why don't we just like add more laps onto the end? It's like, no. Okay. Fucking okay. you can't do this that is, shit. Yeah, this is this is a slippery slope. Yeah. Because F one, I I'd hate to see them start doing shit to like For entertainment. I want it to be exciting, but you can't start just doing shit to be entertaining. No. Because Guess what? History repeats itself. This has already happened with a little sport that everyone makes fun of called NASCAR. They created NASCAR. the rule in 2004 that a race, that if a, ra- a caution, which is the safety car, came out in the end of the race, they would just keep going. And then they would restart with two laps to go. So if a race is 160 laps, caution comes out at 159. Uh-huh. They run the caution procedure at norm- normal. It goes over 160, 161, 162. And then they restart the race with two laps to go. That's so stupid. And it's now a slippery slope where NASCAR has fucking playoffs and stages and fucking all yeah. this made up shit. You can't fall prey Abu to that. Dhabi, Abu Dhabi is like the exception. It is like it is an anomaly. To we, me, to me, they followed the rules. I guess maybe they didn't. But to me, that was all okay to do. So yeah, they could do it. But you... First of all, you literally can't extend the race because they're only fueled to run. And as we saw from Max Verstappen's dad, refueling is not okay. <laughs> and if you're curious what I'm talking about, go look up Joost Verstappen pit stop. You don't even have to look up anymore. If you do look that up, you'll find it's, it. You'll find it. It's so easy. He, the whole fucking car catches on fire because the shit doesn't go in there. So we do not refuel during so, pit stops anymore. So we have a certain amount of fuel that we have to use during the whole race. And they test for that. And they're not going to waste. They're not going to waste time. They're not going to add extra weight for no reason. So the minute, the minute that laps over, they do an outlap. They're done. Yeah. They, they don't want to keep going. So they're going like, to run out. Like, you could you could throw the red flag, but it's just a slippery slope. Yeah. Because once you start making the finish of every race exciting, it's not special anymore. To answer your question, the last time that an F1 race ended under a safety car was actually in 2020 in the Bahrain Grand Prix. Okay. But before that, it, like, it happens like once a year. It, like, it happened in 2019, and then it happened in like, 2015, it 2014. It didn't happen in 2021. Like It almost did, but it didn't. Like That's the thing. Like, so- it happens so rarely that I don't think it's even an argument to be like, we need to change this. Like If it happened like more than three times a year, yeah, that would be like, okay, we need to change this. And they probably would have changed that years ago. But I don't think it's something that like, you know, it's the same idea for like, you know, when we were talking about the uh, British Grand Prix crash, like 
that was just a weird ass fucking crash. We're not gonna all of a sudden change all the rules because like, oh my God, safety. But like, yes, I think this is just, you know, it's boring. It sucks. It sucks for the Italian fans. It sucks for the people that showed up there. It sucks for the people that actually sat and watched that entire race. It goes against the, goes against the very idea of motorsports. It's supposed to represent life. Sports, sports in general. It goes against the very nature Pop of sports. Normal. We say, so, you know, it represents life. And you know what? Life, life. sometimes it kind of sucks. Sometimes <laughs> it don't end the way you want it. Sometimes. Life's a journey. Sometimes you just don't. Sometimes it just, just. Uh, yeah. you, know, you know what life is? You know what life is? I think is? I know where this is going. And my question is, what of the 10,000 covers of this song are you going to play? Oh, <laughs> the only one. <laughs> Need I say more? That's all you need. That's all you fucking need to understand my point I was trying to make. If you do not understand, get the fuck out of our podcast. And so... Make sure to leave a review, though. Please, if you watch, just leave five stars. All right? Just leave five stars. Anyway, uh, you only need to listen to, like, 30 seconds before you can rate it. So, like, you can do that. Like, yeah. Uh, we, I, we, we barely even say anything in the first 30 seconds. Half of it is... Bah, 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 bah. Like, it's just half... <laughs> it's music. Shit. So, um, but yeah, like, you... Uh, I don't remember what I was going on about. I don't know what I got on my soapbox about, but you need to just keep it. It's you, about the some, principle. Sometimes it's just, sometimes it's boring. You can't always have it and the white way. Yeah. That's about it. I mean, that's, that's the safety car. Max Verstappen won. As we um, all know. We did not. Uh, Charles Leclerc did get second, which was actually his best finish in the last like five or six races. So good for him for actually doing it. He just like, even though I don't think they should have done a two stop for him. They definitely should have just done one stop. It was a stupid strategy, but. Uh, Carlos Sainz had a great race. I, I did yes. want to say that. I thought that was really impressive. Uh, Gasly finished eight. Nick DeVries finished ninth. Joe Guanyu finished tenth. Very impressive runs on Hold that on. account. Um, and no surprise there, but Lance Stroll did DNF, and so did Aww. Vettel. Aww. Both Aww. Aston Martin. So I both don't know, Alonzo. I don't know what you're seeing in them right now, but that they both DNF'd, but that's okay. Well, it was the engine, so it was Mercedes' fault. Oh, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, so that's uh, – that's the Italian Grand Prix. Um, Me and Noel are both just like slap I, li- happy. I don't know. I like that. Like that was uh, that like was a, a let's short and sweet. Let's hope hope we have a big news week before Singapore. Yeah. So if it's a we shitty race, weeks. so if it's a shitty race, we'll just do this again. Where we're just fucking. I still got an IndyCar rant like in the chamber in the, in the chamber of my gun, <laughs> the gun that is shooting <laughs> shooting the kids at the racetrack. Like we it all wrapped around <laughs> so perfectly, full fucking circle moment. So I'll have to because g- you know why circle of life. You know what life is. Life's a fucking highway, man. So um, where you win, where you win super points. So super points, super license. It's super license. I just, I just imagine myself on the highway when I pass people that there's like the coins like in fucking Mario Kart like in front of their cars. So I have to get. They to get it. super license points for yeah. collecting one. <laughs> anyway, so um, we'll see about what Singapore does. Um, street circuit. Max Verstappen. Circuit. Max Verstappen can lock up the title. He, he could. has to That's outscore. It, so he has to get first, and Charles Leclerc has to get. No better than eighth. And then Sergio Perez has to get no better than fourth, I believe. And then Max 
And then I think anybody can get Which fastest he's, lap. he's basically only racing Charles Leclerc because I'm guessing if Max Verstappen, if Leclerc retires, I'm guessing they're going to tell Sergio Perez, like, hey, finish he, fifth. He, yeah, he <laughs> will definitely get team orders up his fucking ass so fucking hard. They'd be like, yo, dude, just, like, pull out to the side for check a few out, laps. Check out, we need you to swap positions with Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Chucko, we need to we need to make this interesting. Can you can you just like get Hamilton and Russell in front of you, really quick? Thanks. We need the box. We need the box. We need now. a box now. Um, oh, why? I just got tires. No, we need a box. Box now. We just boxed one lap ago. Like I'm like. And then forget right. then forget one whole ass tire. Pull a Ferrari. Yeah, we could see we could see the winner of this uh, 2022 F1 World Championship be crowned. Will they have like a big celebration? Yeah, they happen? will. Yeah, they will. They'll like teams ham. teams just go ham when they win it. Which was always a thing, like when I was a kid, I was like, "Why well, would I would just wait until the last race of the season?" But now you won't. Like, no, you won't. I'm not going to celebrate Abu Dhabi. But I was, you know, I was stupid. <laughs> I think no, I think. And we didn't cheat. So. I, I part of me wants it to happen just so that way the rest of the races, like in North America, sort of are like fun races and they're not like as pressure. But like also, I don't know. My dad is super like. Would it be it'd be kind of cool if it finished in Austin. My dad was super like, "Why would you even watch the rest of the races if the champion is crowned with five races left?" It's not just about the championship. And I'm like, man. and I'm like, you know, I mean, you know, it's disappointing that the championship gets not. It's you all you want to see it go to the end, but but you know what it is? It's still early days. So I mean, that's, we're, <laughs> we're you know there. sometimes like I said, like life it just <laughs> just doesn't happen the way you want it. Um, so I don't personally, I don't think he will clinch the title in Singapore just because I predicted it would be in Japan and I want to be right about something. So, <laughs> all right, guys, we're ready for Japan. Now we're going to manifest it. Everybody make so sure you... I think he will probably still win, but I think Charles Leclerc will finish seventh or better. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't think they're going to DNF. The first time around is usually the one that they don't win. Yeah. When they're when the first race is like you can clinch at this race, they usually don't do it that first it's race. Pretty, it's, it's a pretty, pretty big, difficult. yeah. But it's a, but for specific, but for Japan, it'll probably be like my Leclerc f- has to finish fifth. Like it'll just slowly. Yeah, my favorite was like um, last year, like seeing all the different variations of who would win. It'd be like okay, so if this driver would goes here, then Verstappen will win. But then if this driver goes here, then then Hamilton will win. If this, I'm like, oh my god. And if the Queen dies, <laughs> Hamilton can't race. And then Verstappen wins. <laughs> like, but then if they both crash. But only if like, he finishes six or better. Like. Yeah. And doesn't get the fastest lap, but only a, a Williams has to get the fastest lap. That's how it all is. So that, that'll be fun. We'll be cruising into Singapore in the next few weeks or whatever. I don't know. It's fucking nine o'clock at night. Yeah, we're tired. We're talking we're for, yeah. So we were actually going to like do stuff today, like after the, the thing. Oh, yeah. This episode will not be the first one on Apple Podcasts <laughs> because we did not do that again, but we'll do it when we make the poster or whatever. We have so a two this, week break, so we're going to like. We'll have gonna... a, we'll have a, we'll have a day where we don't, I don't know. We don't, I don't record know. something. We'll, we'll do something related to the podcast that is not recording because yep. the op- we'll options, TikToks. Are pre- options are endless. Yes. So that is going to be this episode. Do not forget to rate five stars. If you made it to the end of this, follow us on all social media platforms besides Instagram. <laughs> Cause that does not exist. And yet. Twitter. That also does not exist, but, and Reddit.
That also does not exist. R slash not on this occasion. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Everything I said in our in our little like hour pregame. <laughs> yeah. All that all that shit, I'll throw that out the window if this podcast makes oh, it big and fuck <laughs> yeah. We'll have a sponsor that pays us to go to, to go the races, to fucking races. And we'll get to interview the the fans will be like, hey, Ferrari fan, why'd you throw the flare and beat up that guy who makes Verstappen? And they're going to be in the fucking pit, and then we're just going to be like, hey, um, Red Bull pit guy, come here. So what do you do? Um, I transport the tire. Well, probably better than Ferrari, huh? Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. All right. Anyways. That's the episode. Thanks for watching. And, yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Loyal viewers will listen to the whole thing. They will. I'm about to play this whole thing. I don't think I've ever heard it with words. <laughs> sorry, I don't think you're supposed to talk over that. Oh, sorry. She just died. Are you supposed to do, put your hand over your heart or salute? I don't know. And isn't that our thing? We won the war. <laughs> Hold on, I have, a, I have one queued up right after this. The Lewis Hamilton theme. I know this. Yeah, I've heard this so much. Oh, honestly, yeah. Go <laughs> so for another minute. I just hope you know. I'm gonna leave all this in. Do like, it. I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you guys!" If you gotta go into work right now, like you gotta finish this. Oh, it gets it gets more grand. Wow. Oh, octave change. I don't remember it being this long on the podium, though. They probably, I think it's the same. It's probably, oh, it, it sounds the twice. same, so they yeah, probably yeah, yeah. only play it once. What the fuck is our fucking national anthem called? Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> oh my god. I really. We're really bad, like, Americans. Like, I'm tired. I'm just, like, really blanking out. We got 40 seconds, folks. Watch this be what gets the copyright. <laughs> Dead ass. It literally would. You guys are the best fans. Thank you, Silverstone. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. This has just been amazing. That reminds me of the one episode where you played the TikTok that was like the, the Nicholas Latifi thing. Yeah. That was so awesome. And then this is this that. is this is the real national anthem. That was the one I could think of the fastest. <laughs> I was trying to find a country song, but then I was like, I can't really think of the names of the country songs. It would be like, oh. My I friend told me this thing about like how I could have done this one. Life is a highway. This is like you know, the most like, yeah. this is like the most American like. What the fuck is this song? You'll know it. It's on the playlist. You know what I'm a chick Yeah, <laughs> fuck this song. You know what I heard? I heard the fucking whiskey glasses song. <laughs> what the fuck are you playing right now? Hey, 
Gotta need grapes. America. <laughs> okay, but is it disrespectful to like play something like that after the guys have the queen? I don't know. It's not our country. Fuck that. It, it, it might be disrespectful to do that to the British national anthem, yeah. but we also just played American Idiot as our national anthem. Yeah, so, so we're fucking up both countries. We're being fair. Yeah, we're and being that, fair. And that is that is what's important unless you are in a kid series and you are trying <laughs> to win. Not get shot at. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you go full circle. And this episode is over. Goodbye. And now I have to leave all that in so it makes sense. <laughs> I love it. So thanks. You're welcome. Say bye, Peach. Who's that? <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah.